0: Whether you're traveling for work or fun, everybody loves a deal. Check out Rooms for Vacation for up to 50% off your hotel, resort, Airbnb, car rental, and more. That's Rooms4Vacation.HotelPlanner.com Harmony Montgomery was born to some troubled parents in 2014, but she was still an adorable little girl. She was diagnosed with some health issues as a baby, including blindness in her right eye, And because of this she had to wear glasses at a very young age when harmony was two years old her mother had a baby boy jameson harmony loved her little brother and often took care of him even though she herself was just a baby when harmony was four and jameson was two the children were removed from their mother's care and put into the foster care system for a while the two stayed together The only belonging they had with them was Harmony's Tickle Me Elmo doll. Jameson had nothing. And when Harmony's dad received custody of Harmony in mid-2019, Harmony would leave her Elmo doll with her little brother so he would have something. And if you thought her life was tough up until now, it would only get harder for the little girl. Her dad was allegedly abusive and had his own addiction issues. Family members pleaded with the Department of Children's Services to intervene, but their pleas went unnoticed. In October of 2019, police made a visit to the home for an unrelated issue, and in their notes, they documented that Harmony was present in the home. No one would see or hear from Harmony after October of 2019. Authorities wouldn't take note of her disappearance, however, until December of 2021. Where is Harmony Montgomery?
1: seven-year-old Harmony Montgomery but declined to elaborate on which ones. The chief confirms that she was in the child welfare system in both Massachusetts and New Hampshire and that it was DCYF here in New Hampshire that notified them last week that Harmony was missing, last seen two years ago. How does two years go by before that agency flags it to law
2: enforcement? Sure question.
1: It's a question I've asked. right. That hopefully... At some point along this, I get an answer, to. On Sunday, investigators spent hours at this home, 77 Guilford Street in Manchester, Harmony's last known address.
2: We're two years behind the power curve, all right, in where Harmony should
0: have been, all right, and who she should have been with.
1: Now, a dedicated tip line and a team of detectives are working around the clock. About two dozen tips have come in so far. Police believe the public is the key to finding harmony. Not an agency, the public.
2: People need to do the right thing. I don't think I'm asking a lot.
1: The chief urging against armchair detective work and social media conjecture. He is simply imploring the public, the community, to use that dedicated tip line. Again, that number 603-203-6060 to call with the smallest detail that might help lead them to harmony. Again, that reward money now up over $12,000. We're live in Manchester this evening. Amy Cavino, WMUR News 9.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast and our first episode of 2022. I was actually going to be coming back next week as we still have some major things in the works, but this case has recently made the news and I was asked as a favor to cover it. I'm going to call this episode part one because this is a new case and we are seeing updates literally by the hour. I will likely release an update in the next month or two, probably as a bonus episode. Some quick show updates. We are still working on our new merch designs, which will be released sometime this month. I will post the designs on social media when they're ready. And remember, all proceeds from that will go to our charity partners. This is another reminder. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, and we are working hard to get all our cases caught up on YouTube as well. Please help us out and subscribe to our channel and help us spread the word of these missing person cases. I want to give a couple of shout outs to our new Patreon members. Welcome to Jill and Michael. Thank you so much for your support of the show and helping to continue support the causes that we want to help and continue helping throughout 2022. If anyone has a case suggestion for us or a missing person-related charity that should be on our donation list, please send me an email to canwefindthem at gmail.com, or you can always send me a message on social media. I also want to give a quick shout out to this episode's partner, the Ohio Hauntings and Legends podcast. I'll have more information on them in a bit. So the case of Harmony Montgomery. Since this is such a recent case and has been on the news, you might be familiar with her case and at least her name already. And I want to cover her case right now because it's gaining momentum and exposure, and we're learning new things by the hour. And as you heard in that clip that I had just played, the chief of police truly believes it's the public that's going to solve this case. This case also, sadly, reminds me of two other cases I covered in 2021. The case of Jalik Rainwalker and the case of Adam Herman. Both were young children in the foster care system that, as a society, we did wrong by. They were both in horrible situations and nothing was done to help them. And in many cases, authorities were made aware many times of the issues in the home prior to them disappearing. The case of Harmony Montgomery is another case that puts the Department of Children and Family Services under the microscope. And I don't bring that up to attack the social workers or the department itself. I fully recognize it's a tough job. And most of the time, those departments are underfunded and understaffed. And that's my criticism here. Something needs to be done in how we distribute funds and tax dollars. And somehow, a priority needs to be given to the children in the system harmony montgomery was born in june of 2014 to crystal sorry and adam montgomery in massachusetts the two would split up shortly after harmony was born in fact right after harmony was born adam would be arrested and charged with larceny carrying a firearm without a permit and discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building structure in which he had shot a man in the head. Adam pled guilty to the charges and was sentenced to 18 months in jail. Crystal would go on to have another child when Harmony was two years old, a boy she named Jameson. Crystal had her own battles with substance abuse, however, and in July of 2018, she would lose custody of both Harmony and Jameson. Harmony and Jameson would go into the system together. Harmony, at just even five years old, felt protective of her little brother. And just shy of being in the system for one year, Harmony's dad re-enters the picture and gets custody of Harmony. Jameson would go into foster care. They were heartbroken about being separated and Harmony ended up giving Jameson her Tickle Me Elmo doll, which is really just the sweetest thing for a five-year-old to do. A five-year-old who had played mother to this little boy. Jameson went on to live with the Miller family who tried hard over the next couple years to stay in touch with Harmony and her mother for the sake of Jameson. He would still ask about his sister all the time and cried for her. And the Millers were hoping to be able to keep the siblings connected. They even took Jameson shopping every Christmas to buy her a Christmas present. Adam, who was now married to Kayla Montgomery, took Harmony to live with them in Manchester, New Hampshire. In April of 2019, Crystal FaceTimes with Harmony in what would be her last time talking to her daughter. She later told police that something seemed wrong in that call, and she thought that Harmony seemed frightened. And every time after that, when Crystal would go on to call Adam to check in on Harmony and speak with her, Adam wouldn't answer the phone. Crystal and the Millers kept in touch, and she would express her concerns to the Millers. They told Crystal that if something was wrong... And if Harmony needed emergency or temporary foster care, they would graciously take her in. In July of 2019, a relative of Adam's saw Harmony at their house. Adam was now married to Kayla and they had their own children together. When this family member saw Harmony, she had a black eye and alleged that Adam told them that he had punched her and kicked her around a bit. This person says they did notify the Department of Children and Family Services, but their call was never followed up on. And I just want to throw this in there because I know you're probably wondering about it. Just a few days ago, Kayla Montgomery was asked about this particular incident and the black eye. And she said, that Harmony did indeed have a black eye, but Adam told her it was from the kids wrestling around. In August of 2019, the Millers meet with Crystal and let her know that they would want to adopt Harmony along with Jamison, and keep them together if the need should arise. Again, Crystal tries desperately to reach Adam and get a hold of him some way, but he doesn't ever take her calls. She said she also alerted DCF, but allegedly that information was never followed up on. In October of 2019, the Manchester police respond to a call at the Montgomery household. It seems it was unrelated to Harmony specifically, but there is really no notation as to what the call was regarding. But in their notes, they documented who all was present when they were called there to the home. And it seems that they did see Harmony there that day. In November of 2019, Jameson is legally adopted by the Millers. They continue to keep in touch with Crystal, hoping desperately to get in touch with Harmony so Jameson can see his sister. Again, Adam won't take anyone's calls. Now, fast forward seven months to June of 2020. Crystal tells the Millers that she still has not been able to reach Adam. Another call is placed to DCF, but again, it seems nothing is done. And while we're hearing about these calls to DCF, nothing has really been confirmed as far as who actually called and when they actually called. And I'm sure a lot of that information will come out in the near future. In July of 2021, a full year later, Crystal and the Millers find Adam and Kayla on social media. But after attempting to reach out to them there, they are both blocked. In September of 2021, Jameson's adopted father, who is also a news reporter by trade, reaches one of Adam's aunts. She tells him that she herself hasn't seen Harmony in about two years. More calls are allegedly placed to DCF. And at this point, we don't know if anything was ever investigated or attempted to be investigated. Since this case is so new, details are still coming out. In November of 2021, Crystal calls the police and writes a personal letter to her mayor. Finally, it seems that is just what was needed to get the attention of law enforcement, of authorities, of the right people that can help her find her daughter. The police start trying to locate Adam, believing Harmony is with him they can't find him. They also check with Manchester City Schools, who have no record of Harmony ever being registered there, despite the fact that Harmony was thought to be residing in Manchester with her dad and family at the time. Police track down Kayla Montgomery, who tells them that Adam had left her in October and checked himself into a sober house She said she learned in November that he left the facility with another woman and moved to Maine. Investigators, of course, then ask her about Harmony. She tells them that sometime in 2019, Adam said he was taking Harmony back to her mother and she hadn't seen the little girl since. Authorities know that this isn't true, so the search for Adam intensifies. On December 31st, 2021, just a week ago, Adam Montgomery was found living in his car with his new girlfriend in Manchester. When asked about Harmony, he said that in 2019, her mother came to the house to pick her up and he hasn't seen her since. He believed her to be with her mother. But this does conflict with what Kayla said. And of course, we know that mom Crystal never was even allowed to talk to her daughter and certainly never saw her anytime after early 2019. Adam is questioned and denies knowing anything more about where Harmony is. He then refuses to speak any more to the police. Before we move into what's happened in the last few days, I want to give a thank you to this podcast episode sponsor, the Ohio Hauntings and Legends podcast. If you love hearing about the unexplained paranormal and myths of the world, you will love this show. And the best part, they cover hauntings and legends from all over, not just Ohio.
2: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Ohio Hauntings and Legends podcast. We will be taking you to places you have never dreamt of going. Hundreds, if not thousands, of haunted and abandoned locations. We will visit with the paranormal from your nightmares and try to understand the unexplained. Ohio alone has 88 counties within our state, and virtually each one of those counties has a story to tell. Ohio's history is bloodstained throughout its history. We will be covering more than just Ohio. We will cover the state you live in, the country. Trust me! There are thrills, chills, and we are upping the fright factor with each new stop we make. We will be traveling the world, the globe, looking for the strange, the mysterious, and the frightening. Mostly, we will find the unexplainable. Many of these episodes are genuine. Others are legend or hearsay. Believe those that you choose, or believe in none. It is your choice! Just get comfortable, sit back, Dim the lights and listen.
0: If you're looking for a new podcast, I highly recommend giving them a try. So on January 2nd, 2022, just a few days ago, police searched the property where Adam and Kayla lived with Harmony in 2019 The property has new occupants who gave the authorities permission to search. On January 3rd, police hold a press conference and set up a 24-hour dedicated tip line for anyone who has any news about Harmony. They want anyone and everyone to reach out if they had any encounters with the young girl, even if it was before her disappearance and even if it seemed inconsequential. A reward is initially offered of $13,000 thanks to some donations from some local businesses. However, that reward has been climbing steadily since. And I believe as of the recording of this, it's at $33,000. On January 4th, Adam is arrested on child abuse charges stemming from the Black Eye incident with Harmony and child endangerment since he refuses to let anyone know where Harmony is. He waives his right to bail and he remains in police custody. On January 5th, Adam requests a public defender and a judge grants his request. Also on January 5th, Kayla Montgomery is arrested and charged with welfare fraud. As she continued to collect food stamps for Harmony even after 2019, when everyone admits that she was no longer living with them. Today, as of the recording of this, it is January 6th. So all of these events take us right up until yesterday. So it's easy to see this is a very ongoing and developing story. Let's take a minute and look at how this little girl disappearing went under the radar for two years. Two years. First, I know a lot of people are ready to jump on and attack the mother for not doing something sooner. And I want to stop you right there. That isn't what this case is about right now. We really don't know all the details surrounding that. And we don't know completely what situation the mother, Crystal, was in. It seems that she did try and reach out for help and was widely ignored by everyone. We don't know yet if this is true or not, so hold your judgment. And perhaps with her track record, she wasn't taken seriously. It also seems the people pushing the most for this little girl were people that weren't even related to her, at least by blood, and that is the Millers. The family that adopted Harmony's brother, Jameson, were the ones that continued to try and push for information on Harmony. And it was at their urging and suggestions that Crystal reached out to DCF and eventually the authorities and the mayor. And while the Millers were worried, they didn't really have any reason to suspect that anything bad had happened to Harmony. They knew the kids came from a troubled home and being foster parents, ones who actually wanted to take in the little girl, It's easy to believe that the dad might have just been ignoring them. He didn't want to talk to them. That alone might not make me think that something bad had necessarily happened. I would really like to know how many calls or reports DCF did receive during these two years. And of course, if we can confirm that those calls even happened and who made them. And again, I don't want to attack the people that work there either without having all the facts. It's really my opinion that it's a broken system. Crystal took to social media quite aggressively once she finally got the attention of law enforcement and learned that they also couldn't find Harmony. She had really thought this whole time that Adam had just been keeping Harmony from her and that the little girl was likely just fine. She made some public Facebook posts pleading for help and tips regarding her daughter But her posts and her Facebook account were attacked by people passing judgment on her, blaming her, threatening her, attacking her, and just being horrible to her. She has since had to take down all of those posts and made her Facebook page private. And here she was just a mother trying to use social media to get attention for her little girl. So Adam's entire family becomes an interest to police. They want to know what family members know what and who can shed any insight onto Adam, his behavior, Harmony, anything they might have seen or known during that time. Adam's brother, Michael, tells authorities that he knew Adam had spanked Harmony pretty hard and he would force her to stand in the corner for hours And he would even make her scrub toilets with her own toothbrush as punishment. He said he had believed that Adam had relapsed during that time. And shortly after, he also believed that Harmony had gone to live with her mother, taking her out of Adam's care. So Michael wasn't as worried about her. After Harmony allegedly left the home, Kayla, his wife, said that Adam never spoke about her or even brought her up or wanted to talk about her. So what could have happened to Harmony Montgomery? Police have said this is an active recovery mission. They have no evidence to show that she might've met with foul play or some kind of harm. But I really can only think of two things that could have happened here based on what we know right now. And again, Today, January 6th, things are still developing, so we may learn more in the near future. Theory number one, Adam gave Harmony away or sold her. And I hate saying that, that a parent could sell their child. But if he had a problem with addiction, could it be that he sold her for money or drugs It's been known to happen, unfortunately, in these situations. Or did he just give her away, not wanting to give her back to the mother, but knowing that he couldn't care for her, did he find someone else to take her in? However, now with a nationwide search underway, I think it's fair to say that the person or persons who might have taken her in wouldn't be able to keep her hidden very long. Theory number two, something bad happened to Harmony. This could have been on purpose or in the way of an accident. If the child abuse claims are true, it seemed Adam wasn't a very good parent to Harmony and physically abused her as well as emotionally. Whether intentionally or not, did something happen to little Harmony and he had to get rid of her? Then we need to ask the question, what did Kayla know about this, if anything? Can she shed some light on what really happened? Was she involved? Or did she truly believe that Adam took the girl back to her mother? Further investigation into Adam Montgomery shows a very lengthy criminal record, 34 entries to be exact. Now, I want to take a look at the area of Manchester, New Hampshire. Manchester is one of the largest cities in New Hampshire and has a population of just over 115,000 residents. So I know it's not a huge, huge city, but it's definitely bigger than a small town. It sits on the Merrimack River and is known for the beautiful waterfalls that run through town and has several other bodies of water throughout the area. Manchester is about a 45-minute drive from the coast to Portsmouth, which sits on the Atlantic Ocean. And even though Manchester itself is a town city, there are still a lot of outlying rural and undeveloped areas. Since the investigation is so new and we don't have as many details as I would like to be able to give you, we can only speculate on a few things. For one, I hope that Adam's cell phone records are being analyzed and thoroughly, and I wonder how far back they can go. For instance, October 2019 seems to be the last time anyone can confirm seeing Harmony. Did Adam travel anywhere during that time frame, specifically anywhere remote or maybe somewhere unusual that he was never really known to go, something that would stand out? Can we ping his cell phone anywhere that might give us a clue as to where to search for Harmony? And is there any other way to track his activity during that time? Any bank records, anything else that he might have had going on? And I'm sure any CCTV or surveillance footage is long gone from October of 2019. But I think unless he starts talking, our best bet of finding harmony is to track his movements during that time frame. What has also been a relevant discussion in this case is the lack of an Amber Alert. It simply doesn't meet the threshold for an Amber Alert in New Hampshire. Each state has its own thresholds to meet, and people are questioning why. And bringing up the little girl that went missing in San Antonio, Texas last month, little Lena Keel, who in a month's time has had 13 Amber Alerts. Harmony's case doesn't qualify for one at all. It has started a discussion about the lack of continuity regarding this law across the 50 states. So what do you think happened to Harmony? Harmony Montgomery was last seen in October of 2019. She was five years old and would now be seven years old. At that time, October of 2019, she was about four feet tall and weighed about 50 pounds. She has blonde hair and blue eyes and wears distinctive glasses as she is blind in her right eye. Anyone with information on Harmony Montgomery, no matter how small your tip might be, the police want to hear from you please contact the Manchester police tip line at 603-203-6060. This line is available 24 hours. I'll be watching this story closely and will bring out updates as they come in. I'll probably have an update or a part two to this episode in the coming weeks. But as things happen in real time, I will post updates over on social media. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Where Are They and listening to Harmony's story. This poor little girl needs to be found and everyone involved in her disappearance needs to be held accountable. I think this really should also open up the discussion about our child services in this country and what can be done to improve that department of our government. And I think the conversation should continue about the Amber Alert. I think it's a great tool, but are we using it to the best of our ability? Of course, a big thank you as well to the Ohio Hauntings and Legends podcast. You can find them on most major podcast platforms. Give them a try if you're into that sort of thing. They are really an awesome podcast to listen to. Thanks again for tuning in to our first 2022 episode and supporting our show and our mission. We will have a Patreon episode out on Friday. Please consider joining us over there. And we will be back again next week with another unsolved missing person case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.